0: JD talking sports. It is Wednesday, April 5th, 2017. All right. I just watched the end of freaking Russell Westbrook and OKC. But he didn't get a triple double tonight. Didn't break the record of the big O. He only went for 45, nine rebounds, 10 assists, five steals, and a 103 100 game. He took a terrible shot at the end of the game when they were up by one and I was like oh god I don't know if they can hold on to this and then he steals the ball from Mark Gasol going down and he hits a three with a hand in his face I mean he just is amazing I mean come on they're 45 and 33 because of him Memphis falls for 42 and 37 Gasol had 23 points 5 rebounds 5 assists 2 steals 4 blocks he fills up the scoreboard, but 45 points 8 for 13 on 3 ties his career high for 3 pointers I mean, and then he hits that three at the end. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, fuck it, yeah. He's like screaming, makes that crazy face he always makes. I'll tell you, if he is not, sorry, Isaac, I love you. All right, it's J.D. Dawkins, sports strategy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also subscribe on iTunes. Please love to hear from you. But wow. I mean, he doesn't get the triple double, but goddamn, <laughs> He's just unbelievable. I mean, that, that, this is like video game numbers. What's up? 45, 9 rebounds, sentences, five steals. That's like a, and that's like a average night for them these days. Forty five wins. You know, hey, they're not gonna get to fifty, but yeah. What they play sixty, yeah, forty five and they got sixty eight, they got four they got forty nine games. Do you think they do anything this year? I thought they'd make the playoffs, but that that was about it. I thought it was gonna be a big rebuild, but man. And I love McDermott out of Creighton. he had a big three pointer. But man, Russell Westbrook. And tonight, you know, Cavs play the Celtics f- for first place in the Eastern Conference. LeBron goes, it's been, I've been to six straight finals. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't get into, get caught up in the regular season bullshit as, you know, hey, I don't get, you know, whatever. And Tristan Thompson didn't even uh, go on the road trip. He had an MRI on his injured thumb. Not playing tonight. And then freaking, they're down. 2019 after one, this to the Celtics, the Cavs are. Then in the second and third periods, they outscore him 71-46. They roll to a 114-91 win, sole possession of first. Now LeBron, only 36 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, two blocks. Isaiah Thomas led the Celtics with 26 points, four rebounds, six assists, and a block. You got to love a guy, five nine and under. He's 5'10 and under. He's going to break the record for most points in a season, averaging 29.1 going and did tonight. He has 68 games this season with 20 points or more. One away from Kevin McHale's record of 69. I mean, Isaiah Thomas, another guy could be up for MVP award. I mean, they're over 50 wins this season. I mean, come on. I mean, that, that's just freaking amazing. 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 Look at the Mets. The Mets are in the 12th inning right now. Man, Mets, Mets, you know, God damn, the game's going on Forever. Forever. I was trying to see what the. I was trying to look up the record for the. For the conferences. Yeah, Boston is, fifty and twenty eight, Cleveland's fifty one and twenty seven. Fifty wins, man. He, you know, he could be. He should get some Garner some MVP awards, right? Come on, something, right? I saw a little bit of Houston game. No defense. Don't let's let's not let's go crazy. Not a lot of defense being played here. But James Harden, thirty-one points, seven rebounds, ten assists. I mean, all these guys are putting up crazy numbers this year. And then Dwayne Wade, who was supposed to be lost for the season, out since March fifteenth, fractured elbow, said he could be back Saturday, should be back Saturday against the Nets, was expected to miss the rest of the regular season, as I just said. Hey, you know what? It is all about the playoffs, my friends. All about the playoffs. And then Kyle Lowry, first game back, twenty-one games out after wrist surgery. They beat the Pistons 105, 102. They were down. They were down 18 after one, 12 entering the fourth, outscoring by 15 in the fourth, When win by three. Lowry has 27 points, 10 rebounds. Come on, man. I mean, look at the amazing. Toronto's 48 and 31. Detroit falls at 35 and 43. That is going to hurt them come playoff time. I'll talk about them. I'm going to hold off on the Mets just because. Ooh, sorry. Lakers beat the Spurs in a wire-to-wire surprise. 102.95 95 win. Yeah, I'm surprised about that. And and also, you know what? Russell Westbrook and I played on a... It was back-to-back. Back-to-back games. Not too shabby, right? Not too shabby at all. Yeah, we'll talk about the Mets. Yankees. Now, lost 4-1 tonight. Pineda. false on 0-1. 3.2 innings pitch. Eight hits. Four runs. Six Ks. ERA's nine eighty 980, nine point eight two after one game, gave up a lead off home run to Corey Dickerson. Three runs in the second, that's the ball game. Jacoby Ellsbury, three for four with an RBI, hit his first home run for the Yankees only run. Chase Hadley, two for three with a double. Now this is Sanchez got his first hit of the season. Bird went went hitless. Gardner got a hit. So did Matt Holiday got a hit too. Alex Cobb went over five innings, four hits a run. He got the win. And Alex Colom got his second save of the of the season of the series. Tampa Bay is two and one. Yanks are one and two. And yeah, yeah. I you know Pineda, man. You you know you can't you can't go three point two innings and expect to stay in the lineup. I'm sorry. Too inconsistent. With all that freaking talent he has, just is not consistent, man. And Stalin Castro. Now this this is kind of cool. Gleyber Torres is going to be a double A Trenton. He's going to play in an eight day rotation: three games at shortstop, two at third base, two at second base before an off day. And Tyler Wade's going to uh, also going to get some time as short, and he'll have no problem moving around. too. he's in Triple A Scranton. Now, the problem is they have you have Castro, Didi, and Headley, all spots currently taken with the Yankees. But Torres, you, Girardi says you're you're playing two positions anyway because of the shift. And said so there'll be some growing pains, but they see him more as a second baseman. But currently, you know, he'll he'll be fine anywhere in the infield just to get mentally ready for it. And he was tutored by Starlin Castro during the spring, and will keep in touch with him during the season. Yeah, good for him to learn. Better to do it now and not be surprised by anything. I agree. And then this is pretty cool. But Derek Jeter and Jeb Bush are bidders looking to purchase the Marlins. I didn't Derek. I know Derek Jeter had FU few money, but I didn't know he had owner money. But he said, Don Mattingly Dominantly said he's always talked about owning an ML, MLB team. And, hey, he lives in Florida, married, got a daughter coming. You know, time to settle down and own a team, right? That's the things you do when you start a family and everything, right? I think so. That's what my mom told me. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, Yankees, oof, I'll tell you. It's still early, folks. Still early, still early. All right, Jets. Was He was one of the four coaches today at LSU's Pro Day with uh, running back Leonard Fournette and Jam- Jamal Adams a safety, he ran a four five six at at the combine. He ran a four four five today at his pro day. I think he just guaranteed himself a, a couple more million dollars. And Bowles is looking for someone to. He's a defensive guy, so come on, man. You know, let's get some defensive going. Now, this is kind of interesting. You know, some more some more stuff on Tony Romo. 2003, the year, 13 quarterbacks were drafted. The only quarterback who threw for more yards than Tony Romo in his career was Carson Palmer. He was the number one pick in that draft. The Jets took Brooke Bollinger in that draft, and Kyle Kyle Bowler was a first-round pick by the Ravens. Those two. And you you could put Romo, Kurt Warner, and Warren Moon as the greatest undrafted quarterbacks ever to play in the NFL. Now, okay, I am not going to put Warren Moon. I know he's undrafted, but he went to the CFL because he wasn't given a shot, but he was a Rose Bowl-winning quarterback at Washington, but, hey, you got to put him undrafted, yes. Kurt Warner, you know, what, he won one Super Bowl. He should have won two. Ended up having a pretty damn good career. That's, that's just good stuff. Now, Phil Simms was 20 years at CBS, and Bonnie Bernstein uh, wrote on Twitter, no offense, but that's total crap, and I know she went to the right. That's full of shit, you know, but she's trying to keep it professional. Now, supposedly, Roma will call Thursday Night Football and Sunday Night Football he said he had reservations about the workload and calling, A- you know, and also calling AFC games when he played in the NFC. That's now Boomer Esiason did go from the field to in the Bengals in 1997 to the booth in 1998 in Monday Night Football. Aikman did some uh, training in NFL Europe and three-man booth booth with Fox. Also, Chris Collinsworth started low, low end, low uh, low end team at NBC, and then did some HBO. But this is unprecedented. They're saying gutsy, risky move by CBS. I don't know. Now, NBC is Super Bowl this upcoming year, and CBS has the next year, which to me always sucks, because I always, I'll tell you, I'm not, I'm not upset about seeing Phil Simpson. And Jim Nance, to me, I know everybody loves him. You know, he's a company guy, whatever. He bores the shit out of me. He always has. Always, always puts me to sleep. Like Snoozeville. Yeah. Now, I was looking for my... Okay, now this was kind of interesting today. League held confidential meetings last month on how to improve scouting combine. Ravens GM Ozzy Newsome said, "Okay, hey, you know what? Let's make it, you know, make it stuff that's pliable to the athletes, right? What do you think? I think that's a good move, right? I like that. I like it a lot. And Chase, man, Chase Headley, you know, hitting the ball. You know, this is the thing. Chase Headley. Up, oh, and the Mets are now losing three-one." Kemp Dumbled to deep left, Arnaud, and Inquiarte, and I'm saying Inciarte Inquiarte scored, Freeman the third, Braves lead the Mets 3-1. I'll tell you, that's not a good, that's a bad loss for the Mets. Now, and Chase, listen, it's Chase Headley last year. It took him a dozen games to get five hits. This year, it, it, it took him two, and he had two today. He didn't homer until May 12th, May 12th last season, but he went deep in game two. Hey, you know what? Hey, he's he's he said he's, uh, he's having a good season. That's what you like. That's what you like. That's what we want Chase Headley to do. All right. I wanted to – and I had some interesting stuff. They think that Tony Romo might be, you know, he might be pulling a Brett Favre, that he's kind of like working back, you know, the back channels, you know, putting the broadcasting career – First, but you know, someone one AFC general manager said that I 100 chance he makes a return somewhere in the NFL next season. And now he's on every team's emergency backup QB in case your starter gets hurt. Pay him to come out of retirement in NFL exec. And that's what a source. Another source told him Tony Romo is retiring in quotations from football to pursue broadcasting. But if Cowboys ever really needed him, he consider coming back. He goes, I can play tomorrow. He doesn't envision returning, which is open-ended. He's going to be 37 in a few weeks. it has been limited to five games the past two seasons, largely because of injuries. it has been de- deteriorating since 2013. Two back surgeries, collarbone surgery last spring. He was good enough to get the Cowboys in position to win big games, but not good enough to actually win them, goes a refrain. What if the Broncos come calling? If the Texans see a difference between being a playoff contender and a Super Bowl contender? If Dak Prescott goes down and Jones misses his favorite quarterback? I guess we shall see on that front, right? We shall see. Only time will tell, right? And this, this was interesting. At the uh, Final Four, about 90 minutes before tip-off, there was a line of white, shirt-clad students started filing into UNC's student section. But these weren't even UNC students. These were Arizona State because they they gave free tickets because UNC didn't sell out their student section. Can you believe that? So some uh, guys took a 26-mile trip from Tempe to Glendale. And this actually happened before. And actually, they said during a TV timeout, an ASU infomercial later on the stadium's video board and ASU students accounted for over the 70% of the section held up Sun Devil's Forkham hand signal and cheered. This also happened in 2011 when you had VCU, Kentucky, UConn, and Butler. UConn beat Butler in the final. They also had to get enlist students from Bryce and the University of Houston for that Final Four, which is kind of, right? You know what? Then, you know what? Maybe, you you know, I know the Final Four is always crazy places, but, you know, I mean, it's kind of scary when you put it in such a huge arena. And the UNC students didn't even come to the trip, which I'll tell you, if I was a kid at school, I would have taken that goddamn road trip. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But, you know, time to change, I guess. I don't, I'm don't. i kind of shocked. Because it looked like there was a lot of Carolina fans there. A lot of blue after, after the game ended. At least that's what I saw. And psh, who knows? Now, this kind of upset me. St. Anthony's, of Jersey City. Bobby Hurley Sr. coaches there. Has remained open despite financial problems for years. But this is the thing. The school will earn its fate today. They, you know, I did not look it up. God damn it. The decision will hinge on whether the school's fundraising efforts were enough to satisfy its money problem. And you know what? JD Talking Sports. We we try to find these problems right away. Saint Anthony's, Anthony's High School. Okay. It, it wow. Being closed is closing his door at the end of the academic year effectively shutting down one of the nation's most illustrious high school bat Wow. Basketball program program has won more than one thousand games, twenty eight state championships, and four mythical national championships under the leadership of Hall of fame or Bob Hurley Sr. But on Wednesday, the Archdiocese of Newark determined fundraising efforts wouldn't be able to keep the doors open. He said we had a good run. Wow. He and Hurley met with the officials from the Archdiocese of Newark earlier on Wednesday. The decision was made. Opened in 52, and Hurley arrived in 72. Wow. He was also the school's president the past three years, Hurley Sr., and helped lead the fundraising efforts to keep the school open. 50 years the school, he helped develop more than 150 high school basketball players and college players, including the Spurs' Kyle Anderson, who played at UCLA, and Kansas All-American Tyshawn Taylor. He did all this beside the school not having an on-campus gymnasium. He was inducted into the Hall of Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in 2010, and his two sons, Bobby and Danny, coach at Arizona State and Rhode Island, respectively. Holy shit! Wow, that kind of, that sucks. That sucks big time. See, JD Talkin Sports, we get to the bottom of it. You know, I, I I'm just wow. I'm just stunned. That that sucks. That freaking sucks. Sorry, I got a little crazy with the shaft music. I'm just kind of like, wow, wow, that really sucks. How about you know? How about this? Cowboys are the favorite to host the 2018 draft at the training facility in Frisco, Texas. No shit. You think that uh, Jerry Jones? They love him. They want to make him happy. So let's keep him there, right? And the Raiders. Marshawn Lynch tells the Raiders he wants to retire. Visited the team today. Wants to play again. Be good for the Raiders. Hometown boy. He's got to be pissed to move him. But hey, you know what? Maybe they'll have a great year. They'll win a championship. And everybody will be happy. They'll move to Vegas eventually. Or maybe they'll get a deal. Be nice for something that happens. Something good has to happen. Knicks are 7-21 and since February 4th. Ryan, I know, they suck. Maurice Andor. Was recently called from the D-League. 2.1 points per game. Had 13 points, 11 rebounds, 2 steals. Hustled all over the goddamn place. Second best plus minus of the night, plus 12. Bulls got held last night to 38.6 from the field. 53-36, rebounding edge for the Knicks. And D-Rose today, surgery today, can begin basketball activities in three to six weeks. They play tomorrow night. The New York, the, your New York, Nick Abockers. Play tomorrow night. At I know the Nets play at the Magic and the Knicks play host the Wizards tomorrow night, who are pissed after getting blown out by Golden State saying that Golden State ran it up the other night. So Knicks are now 20, 30 and forty eight. If they, they they can they can do better than last year, thirty and fifty two last year. Right now, one more win, they'll do better than last year. That's an improvement, right? When you look at the positive instead of the negative, correct? Isn't that true? True, yes, maybe, no, sometimes, I don't know. All right, Mets are down 3-1, bottom of the 12th. And Akron will hire John Groce as new head coach, fired by Illinois in March after five years where he went 95-75, and 37-53, which is a 41% winning percentage of the Big Ten, made NCAA's third round his first year, then NIT, last two, no tournament. This past year, 18-14, and 8-10, in the Big Ten, ninth in the conference, not going to cut it. And he also he coached at Ohio, so then I said going Akron to Ohio. Akron has won twenty plus games each of the last twelve years. He coaches at alma mater Ohio, where he went eighty five to fifty six from two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve was last year. Them there, which led him to Illinois. Sweet sixteen, they beat Michigan and South Florida, and lost an OT to. Up, UNC, seventy three, sixty five. It's funny. My uh, my buddy Ben texted me today, and he goes, "We were talking." Then he goes, "Hey," I go, "What?" We're champions, and I just was like, "And Duke, and Duke isn't." And I said, "Even better." It just made me feel so good that we're champions, and Duke isn't. Very good feeling. Well, hey, you know what? You know what? That's interesting. So they were saying how he went from Ohio to Akron, but you know what? He lost his job at Illinois. He wasn't going to get a job up. He had to go somewhere. Ohio wasn't going to hire him. Now he went to Akron. Now, and, and the Capitals just won the president's trophy for the second straight year. I've done studies on that where it means jack shit. They're top spot in the East, home for ice throughout the playoffs. You know what? Every year they finish at the top or close to the top and they don't do it in the playoffs. Ovechkin, take him take him to the promise land this year this year. Please do something. And Wichita State could be in the AA American Athletic Conference starting next season when the conference board of directors vote Friday. I like that. Wichita State, get a big conference. That conference is going to get better and better. That's good for them. Get to get to a better conference. I like that move. Dana White says, Mayweather-McGregor is a one-and-done for crossover fights. Until it makes a billion dollars, you know what? Right now, I believe him. I don't know how long I will believe him on that front. But for right now, yeah, sure, I'll believe you. I'll believe you in that front. Man, I can't believe St. Anthony's closing at the end of the academic year. And this is pretty cool. Women's soccer. The new deal They finally signed a deal with U.S. women's soccer. National team signed with U.S. soccer. New collective bargaining. New CBA. The new deal is expected to cover a five-year period that includes both the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup in France and the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. It replaces a working agreement that was, you know... That expired on December 31st. They had a whole suit. Five members said, uh, they said wage discrimination lawsuit against U.S. soccer. It's going to include significant increases in both direct and bonus compensation for national team team players as well as per diem equals to the men's national team, enhanced travel benefits, and increased financial support for players who are pregnant or adopting. Good for them. Among additional financial implications, the W uh, Women's National Team Players Association Gains licensee and sponsorship rights. I like that. That means more money for them. The U.S. Soccer will continue its commitment to play the NWSL. Salaries of national team players allocated to the professional league entering its fifth season. Now, national team players will commit to playing in the NWSL, and that would ne- not. Nece- but it would not necessarily eliminate a split season scenario as undertaken by Lloyd and Morgan this year, who are both in Europe. Lloyd with Manchester City, Morgan with Lyon but are expected to return to the NWSL in June. Also in, requires improvements in NWSL standards, although it has not been clear what measurement will be used to monitor progress. Also, they signed a new media partnership with AE Networks, but it remains a target of criticism for, among other issues, low wages for non-allocated players. All right. Good. And, you know, the the women's hockey team gets their deal done, the U.S. women's. Soccer team gets their thing. They're going to play two games against Russia this week in Texas, at Toyota Stadium in Frisco on Thursday, and at BVVA Compass Stadium in Houston on Sunday. Good for them. Good for freaking them. I'm happy for them. They deserve it. you damn right they deserve that stuff. I like that. I say go for it. Move ahead. It's not too late. To whip it. Whip it good. All right. And how about this? Now, people say cutter or Qatar. They slashed their 2022 World Cup budget by half per CNN between 40 and 50%. That's what I read. And now it's going to cost between 8 and $10 billion. And most of the costs go into stadiums and trading grounds. They went from 12 to 8 stadiums, minimum required by FIFA. Actually, they're building seven and upgrading an existing stadium. But FIFA has to agree on a final number of stadiums. Uh, Qatar might have to add an extra stadium. Now, if this is approved, there will be the fewest stadiums since Argentina in 78 where six stadiums were used for that World Cup. Amazing, right? Now, Qatar f- is feeling the financial pinch due to the slump in the world oil and gas prices, along with other countries in the Gulf. They're going to introduce a 5% sales tax in 2018. But they, do, you know, let's not be, you know, they have, they still have a lot of, they have a huge, huge wealth fund. And they said that this, uh, they're saying that this, the, the cut is not related to lower oil and gas revenues, full of shit, yeah, or whatever. Now let's now let's compare it to other Russia in 2018 is costing them more than 10 billion. They just increased spending by only 326 million. Now it cost 15 billion for Brazil in 2014 for their World Cup, and it cost 50 billion that Russia spent on the Sochi Winter Games. Now put it into perspective, but still, I mean, I was like, wow, that's a lot to go down. Eight to 10 billion, build seven stadiums, upgrade one, and they're still like, you know, and they have to get approved by by uh, FIFA. Which might say, hey, you know, you know what? you got to build eight stadiums and not upgrade one. But, wow. That's a few money. Eight to ten billion, huh? Wow. And they had a lot of, uh, they, they brought in a lot of workers, and there were a lot of deaths on building the stadiums. They said the the working conditions in Qatar for the workers is terrible, and they've had groups come, but they still keep building. The rich gets richer, and the poor just keep getting screwed. Big discrepancy big discrepancy but you know what hey and the world cup too there it's being played there it's too goddamn hot so i think they'll have to be closed stadiums because the temperature there is is way 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 hot crazy hot i was gonna say a word that i don't use anymore so i'm not gonna use it and i'll just be i'll keep it to myself on that front now rory mcelroy says masters turns them into a complete pussy okay maybe i would have thought a different choice of words and there were more of a, more than a hundred bets on Tiger to win the Masters since August. Why not? Maybe he could pull a Nicholas. Nobody's Nicholas was just hey, come on. That was an amazing in eighty six. And the world number one Dustin Johnson, master status uncertain. He took a serious fall on his stairs today. will have tightness and soreness in his back if he can if he can play tomorrow. And the Mets lost three to one to the Braves they scored two in the 12th i think it's is it joe johnson yeah joe, joe johnson who is married to a really really hot has a has a, an ex athlete wife i think i could be wrong i read something about him yeah 3-1 they lost i'm trying to see who who got the win give me stats or don't give give me stats or give me nothing Joe Johnson got the win two innings of relief for the uh, Jim Jim Johnson, sorry Jim, sorry Jim. And Rafael Montero, two. Oh, Mets got another hit. F- five hits in the day, five freaking hits in the day. And Bruce went three for five, had three of the five hits. That's not going to cut it. Rafael Montero went one point two innings, three hits, two runs, two earned, three base on balls, a strikeout, took the loss. 0-1-1. And they gave up Jacob DeGrom, won six, two hits, one baseball, six Ks. So now you have Thor and DeGrom both had no decisions. And the Mets fall to, oh, well, that's the only second game of the season. So two the two late the two pitchers, DeGrom and Thor, both have no decisions in their first starts. But hey, now the good thing about the Yankees today as I said, the relievers went 4.1 innings of scoreless relief for Pineda, which is good. And on in the opening day loss, the 7-3 loss, they went over five innings of scoreless relief ball. I mean, you got to like that. You got to like it when the Mets, when the Yankees are getting relievers like that. Yeah, today they went three relievers, 4.1 innings, two base on balls, four Ks, scoreless. Not bad, Not too shabby. You know what? Yankees, both the come on, the Mets are one on one. We played two goddamn games. Let's let's relax. They also uh, signed former Reds outfielder Desmond Jennings to a minor league contract. He's going to report to AAA. Two forty five batting average in his career, fifty five home runs. Jay Bruce, hey, can't can't be upset at Jay Bruce for getting getting some hits. Three of the five hits from ES a home run and a double. Not going to win too many games when you get five hits in a 12-inning game. And they didn't have a running or scoring position until the 10th when they had first and second. And then Darno went swinging and uh, Ty Kelly, terrible check swing. Bartolo Colon went six innings, two hits, run, one run, base on ball and six Ks. All right. Everybody plays tomorrow, though. I think everybody plays mañana. So I wanted to check Yankees and Mets Both playing tomorrow I th- I think I think I think Actually I am not 100% sure of the, Tomorrow Braves play the Mets Yankees are off until Friday When they play in God damn Yankees are off One and two Mets play tomorrow At 7-10 Jaime Garcia is going to go against Matt Harvey Matt Harvey's first start After he had that rib taken out we shall see how he comes back this year. All right, Mets playing tomorrow. Now we have some trivia questions for JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, tonight last trivia question: Who played the most consecutive games in NHL history? Doug Jarvis, 964 games, never missing a regular season game in his career. Doug Jarvis, 964 games. How about that? Not too shabby. And tonight's trivia question. What player won the NBA Rookie of the Year Award with fewest games played in a season? What player won the NBA Rookie of the Year Award with the fewest games played in a season? All right? Folks, I can give give you a hint on that one. But uh, he, he made news the other day. Got a new job. I think I just gave it away. All right? Folks, have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Yankees. We're okay. You know, hey, you know what? It's just a game. Mets too. But come on. I want, us, I want us to start off strong. After yesterday, all the New York teams won. Today, all the New York teams lost. It hurts. It hurts a lot. All right. We'll see what happens with Tony Romo. Will he go to CBS? Or will he be in the NFL? We saw what happened last year with the Vikings. Teddy Bridgeport Ooh, gets hurt. Who do they bring in? Sam Bradford team could have some problems. Will he stay in the booth or will he be gone? That's to be determined in the future. Have a good night. Peace out. Good night.